Being the best of friends from a young age until adulthood can sometimes be a hard thing to master, but Steve and Bucky eclipse this by their easygoing friendship that lasts decades, overcoming hardships and truths that bond them together for a lifetime. Or in our case, two lifetimes. And if you think about it, with their stories merging on the MCU timeline, with the one we follow being Steve's, has us believe that both Bucky and Steve had had the same starting points that veered off into completely different directions and fates. Almost as if to present the theory that Bucky, being best friends with Steve, was representing an alternative series of events that Steve did not get to witness or have to be subjected to. Unfortunately, Bucky had to endure the hardships and brainwashing until further notice. But we must remember, as Steve's story begins to close, Bucky's is only just beginning. This is two takes, and this is one shot, an analysis of understanding the characters Steve Rogers and Bucky Barnes. Spoilers might be ahead. Steve and Bucky was introduced to us in Captain America, the first Avenger, with Steve being the underdog but never backing down and Bucky being his friend who would help in his time of need. Instantly, there was a dynamic that forms a bond of mutual respect and playful commentary with both being on the same page. Not one inferior or superior to the other. We can understand Steve's longing to join the army, with his friend Bucky doing it so effortlessly. But little did they know, when Bucky helped Steve up from that back alley and remarked they're going into the future, that that was closer to the truth than they realised. It is interesting to think about the correlations of what happens to both characters and how accepting they are of each other's differences that mark a bigger impression on their own lives. Take for instance the moment Bucky is saved from the Nazis in the first Captain America film and seeing his friend after he took the serum and became the epitome of Captain America that we all see and love. Bucky's first reaction was immediately a snide comment, almost comical, which breaks down the barriers and forms an acceptance of Steve's new form almost immediately. And then, later on down the MCU timeline, we have Steve, in Winter Soldier, trying to make Bucky remember by not fighting him saying, I'm with you until the end of the line, which sparks something in Bucky. But going further, Steve accepts all that Bucky has done in his past as brainwashing. And so, the moment Tony Stark sees footage of Bucky as the Winter Soldier killing his parents, Steve is right at his side, never wavering and choosing his best friend that sparked a civil war of sorts between the ranks of the Avengers. And I don't blame him. For a man like Steve who is constantly out of his time, the only link he has is Bucky to perhaps keep him steady. And this could be said for Bucky too. They both had had an interesting ride of a life, I admit. We follow Steve as he willingly receives a serum whilst in the background, Bucky has given it unwillingly. We follow Steve as he forms alliances, chooses his battles and fights for what he believes in, and in the shadows we realise that Bucky has been brainwashed to become the Winter Soldier, the assassin for Hydra for decades, whilst Steve was in the ice. As Steve is unearthed from his icy prison, he's introduced to a new world with people on his side, slowly but surely letting him discover himself and the things about him. Whilst Bucky has been repeatedly placed under control, and when the job is done, to be frozen until the next time, over and over again. There is parallels to what has happened to each, 
and it is interesting to realise that, yes, Steve has had an easier ride, but what Bucky has went through could have been Steve instead. The difference being who fell, who was founded in the snow, and who survived in such a fall. It was pure chance, or was it? Placing this all in a theory, it can be determined that if Bucky knew about the training camp for the serum, he would have been a likely candidate. If Steve was accepted into the army, Bucky might have been the one who saved him. If Steve fell from the train, he might have been the Winter Soldier instead. There are constant what-ifs in this case, but there still lies the ultimate theory of Bucky and Steve basically being the same person, and each of their storylines was an exploration of what would happen if they turned good or bad. And I think it's a brilliant strategy to intentionally show both sides. However, let's understand that this is just a theory and all in all, Bucky and Steve are individuals with their own storylines. Going back to the what if Steve was the Winter Soldier does actually have some merit, however, but it is dependent on how you look at the evidence. The term Winter Soldier is assumed to refer to either Bucky's assassination nickname, the Cold War, or how Bucky was kept in cold-based suspended animation between missions but it is actually referring to the 18th century quote from Thomas Paine, Enlightenment philosopher and author, who published a pamphlet series named The American Crisis, or The Crisis, during the American Revolution, used to encourage patriots to fight for their country. The quote goes like this. These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and sunshine patriot will, in this crisis, shrink from the service of their country, but he, the winter soldier, that stands by it now, deserves the love and thanks of man and woman. You could look at this with the ideals of what Hydra were trying to do, their belief being that humanity couldn't be trusted with its own freedom, and so had to sacrifice it to gain security. A Winter Soldier taking down targeted people and organisations could do that, sure. But then again, the quote also describes the Winter Soldier that stands by the service he wishes to do for his country, and for me, that sounds awfully like Steve Rogers. When it comes to Bucky's reappearance into Steve's new life in the future, it is intentional because of the way Steve is thinking when it comes to people in power, the government, and how things are done for the people of America. In Winter Soldier, Steve, like I said in my other episode, is not just following orders, and goes what is true in his heart and head. He goes against the system that wants security over freedom, and he is not afraid to fight for what is right, even if that means everyone is against him. This questioning of the system has Bucky come into play as the main chess piece of the puzzle of what Hydra has been doing behind closed doors, and it's interesting how Steve had not heard of the Winter Soldier until now, and yet Black Widow has been chasing him, observing him for years it seems. Bucky as the brainwashed assassin is a personification of things going wrong in the government, and because it's Steve we're talking about here, he pushes up his sleeves, gets to work in making it all right again. Suddenly knowing it's his best friend deepens that need to reconnect and help his friend in need. A few conversations present the conclusion of Bucky being brainwashed, and Steve has no hard feelings against him, and for whatever he has done in the past. He is backing his corner now, like Bucky backed him in the past. Another first for Steve that involves Bucky is when Thanos snaps his fingers. Bucky is actually the first one to be eliminated, presenting the same sort of conclusion, that Bucky is there to show something is wrong, with whatever is happening around them. Either way, Bucky and Steve's relationship is deeper than anything I've seen within the MCU, and it shows compassion and almost brotherly love, 
protectiveness and acceptance in every situation. It can go to the point of the literal when it came to Steve losing Bucky in the Captain America film, where Steve has literally lost his best friend, his right-hand man, and Bucky quite literally lost an arm to present that point. And to take it one step further, the replacement of a metal left arm could emphasise that Bucky is still Steve's right-hand man, still faithful, and still the same lovable character we have grown to love. Another factor, and most probably the most important one, is the concept of Bucky being able to go through what Steve did in adjusting to his new reality and accepting oneself when Steve finally grows old and retires. This sets the scene for Bucky to finally have the patience within himself to figure out what to do with the extended time he was given. And like Steve was alone for what might have seemed like years between the first adventure film and the second, Bucky has now got the same sort of time frame. We see in The Winter Soldier and Falcon his uncomfortableness in various situations with a fake smile, hiding the loneliness and perhaps despair that his friend is not around anymore. But then again, he, like Steve did with Natasha, has got an ally in Sam, or rather, the Falcon. We need to remember Sam and Bucky are in the same boat when it comes to perhaps grieving their friend. Their friendship was formed before Steve's retirement, but still, it is painful. And just like in happy times, people bond together through the sad times. And therefore, like Steve did, Bucky got to go through the healing process, taking the longer, more strenuous route when it comes to understanding oneself. But like I theorised earlier, they are like one person, showing the good and bad ending. And it seems both family found good endings, no matter how long it took for them to get there. If you have enjoyed what was said, please follow me on Anchor, Spotify and other podcasting platforms to never miss an episode. Be kept in the loop for new content on my Instagram and Twitter page. For more of a visual appeal, I have introduced a YouTube channel. And if you enjoy to read what was said instead, follow my blog linked elsewhere. I am a podcaster that enjoys this process and it wouldn't have been made a reality without you, the listener. And so I thank you for listening and I hope you stick around for more.